Tracy Smothers, Harley Race, Tim Storm, Bushwhacker Luke, Bobby Fulton. The Pro, Pro Wrestling, Wrestling Vault, Vault Volume, Volume 1. One. Bill Dundee, Super Mix Hernandez, C.W. Anderson, Ricky Morton, Sir Moe, and many others share their stories of determination, triumph, and, and sorrow. sorrow. Get your book today at Russellville.com or at Amazon.com. Russellville, Wrestling PWC Podcast with Rick Del Santo. For all your wrestling reviews, interviews, and news, Rick covers the United Wrestling Network, the NWA, and the Northeast region of the United States Independence. PWC, 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 keeps you in the zone. Have you ever wondered what happened to Lance Von Erich? Find out in his new book, Lance by Chance, Wrestling as a Von Erich. You'll read stories about Chris Adams, Ric Flair, and Billy Jack Haynes. And of course, the Von Erich family themselves. Get your book today on Amazon. This is the hit maker, the territory taker, the absolute truth, Alexander Moss. And you're listening to the Wrestleville Podcast. Listening to the Russellville Podcast. I'm your host, Vinny Berry, and today's guest is the absolute truth, Alexandra Moss from the Wrestling's Pulpit. How you doing, Alexandra? I'm doing great, Vinny Berry. How about yourself? I'm doing really good. Thank you very much. Uh, you've been wrestling for four years now. Tell the fans uh, and the listeners a little bit about yourself and uh, touch on where you've been in your wrestling career. All right. I'll start with what you already said. My name is the Absolute Truth, Alexander Moss, and we'll get more into why I call myself that here in a little bit. But like you said, I just celebrated, so to speak, my fourth year uh, being a professional wrestler, if we are counting that year or so that we took off for COVID and everything. Um, uh, But I just celebrated my fourth year and things have been going really well. I know that, you know, you and I were discussing previously how you know, it always seems like you're trying to do more. And so sometimes it seems like we're never satisfied. But when I sit back and I look uh, at the last four years, I've been really, 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 really blessed. I mean, you know, I know uh, in this business, especially listening to the guys of old, you know, you, you take a while to get your first match. Well, I had mine within my first month uh, with my trainer, uh, with my trainer. So it was, you know, it was a controlled uh, uh, condition. But uh you know, things have been accelerated. They have been wonderful ever since. I have uh, what I consider uh, one of the uh, greatest trainers in the world in LeBron Cozone out of Greensboro, North Carolina, Firestar Pro Wrestling. Um, that's where I train. That's where I learned my trade. And he's given us plenty of opportunity to learn from not only him, but from others such as uh, Caprice Coleman, uh, James D. Drake, uh, uh, and, 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 and others as well, you know, especially with seminars and things like that. Uh, but I have been able to 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 go ahead and, and begin my craft and, and, and hone it uh, for these past four years. And it's it's taken me some some wonderful places. And I'm looking to continue to expand, continue to learn and continue to prove that I am the absolute truth. Uh, the fact of the matter about that is, is I can't be denied. You know, people try to create their own truths all the time. But the fact of the matter is there is an absolute truth. And I'm that truth. And I, 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 I say that uh, with humility, but also with, with confidence. 
And so I'm just, I'm looking to continue to prove to whatever promotion that will bless me with an opportunity that I can add to any promotion uh, in this world. I believe that uh, with all of my heart. Um, and that, you know, whether that's at Firestar Pro Wrestling where I got my start at PWX, which was one of my, which was one of my very first goals that I wanted to reach here in North Carolina, uh, where guys like MJF, James D. Drake, like I mentioned, John Schuyler, guys like that, where they've all passed through. And then, you know, that goes all the way to my time that I've spent uh, on AW Dark and Elevation wrestling guys like uh, Powerhouse Hobbs and, 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 and Jay Lethal even. I uh, got to go five minutes with him and I felt like I held my own. So, you know, just looking to continue to do that and continue to, as I said, continue to prove that I am the absolute truth. Well, let's talk about that experience that you had at AEW. What was that like and, and how did that all come about? Uh, incredible. Uh, you know, it's a crazy thing. There was a, a, a seminar done by QT Marshall actually at the, you know, you asked me about AML previously at the AML uh, training center. Um, so he came in and he did a two day camp. And so went to that, you know, we did whatever he had us to do and then practice matches and everything. And, uh, uh he, uh, was, um, you know, somewhat impressed by what he's seen from me. So he told me to be sure that I email you know, Sean Dean and, and, and CC his name on it to be sure that we got some things rolling. So I was blessed with the opportunity uh, to go up and uh, have, I believe the first three times that I went each time I had a match, you know, which is, you know, which is a blessing, you know, it didn't, didn't have to go that way, but it was the first time was a, a tag team match uh, against Ortiz and Santana. Uh, the second time I got beat up real bad by power, powerhouse Hobbs in about 20 seconds. <laughs> uh, I, I'm still going to get him back for that one of these days. Uh, but then the third time I got that five minute match, uh, main event, as a matter of fact, with Jay Lethal, which was, you know, all of these experiences were incredible um, because you, you, you grow up dreaming about things like this. And then, like you said, in four years, you know, as, as, I, as I said before, it's always at that point where you're so close but you're so far away you know and so when moments like that come uh you have to you have to hold on to them and grasp for, just for a little while you know you got to let them go because you got to continue to progress but they were uh incredible incredible learning experiences uh uh great confidence boosters got some great feedback from guys like mark henry in the back i mean you know to be to be able to sit in here and say that i just feel so blessed because you just you know grow up watching guys like this and it's like man i shared a locker room with them i was talking with him and he, you know, he cared enough to let me know what I can do better to better myself and, and come back and get Jay Lethal as well. So, um, absolutely. You know, before we, uh, talk about some of the guys that you stepped in the ring with, it, it, start with QT Marshall, you know, I mean, to me, I, I think he's highly underrated, you know, very talented guy grind was grinding it out for years and years and years. And, uh, might have found a, a role in mentorship and, you know, teaching and training and, you know, um, an agent, to, you know, to discover talent. I mean, the sky's the limit on him. But, you know, what do you think he brings to the table? What do you think he brings to professional wrestling that really makes him him special? Because I, I believe that he is. I hope that this doesn't come off the wrong way. I mean this as the highest compliment as I can. Uh, but I believe that every promotion and not just wrestling, but in, in life in general, uh, you need someone that's always dependable. 
that if you if you needed to call on someone, you can call. And I believe that QT Marshall is that guy. I believe that you could put him in the ring with anyone. I've seen him work. You can put him in the ring with anyone and he'd be able to do uh, what was necessary. For many, it's like, well, he's not in the main event or this and that. But see, that's, you know, when, when it really comes down to it, of course, everybody kind of desires that for the most part. But when it comes down to it, this guy has a, a job. Uh, it, it is secure. And not only, like you said, he, he wears many hats. He wears many hats and he's training guys that are, you know, all over the independent world right now and getting plenty of recognition, you know. And so that's a guy that you can depend on without a shout of, of doubt. And, you know, even when you watch him on AWTV, uh, he gets the job done. He's good. Absolutely. He's good. Yeah, He's absolutely. good. And so you're right. I, I, I believe that uh, underrated is, is definitely the, the word we should use there. And, and hopefully one of these days, if it's something that he desires, I hope I hope he gets that that run. Uh, that he deserves, uh, that a guy like that can certainly pull off, in my opinion. Yeah, and I think he's had some some spots that really uh, showed that he was very capable of doing that, you know? Yes, yes, absolutely. I, I remember when uh, I was at when I was at TV, one of the times he he and someone, they were in a tag team match with uh, 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 what is it? The the uh, the tag team champions, as a matter of fact, with Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, uh, and that was a great tag team match. It was a great tag team match, and so you're right; he's definitely had his spots. And so you know that. Yeah, I'm glad that you mentioned that that he's underrated because he certainly is, and I hope that he continues to get those spots and and, and continues to, you know, show the world. Yeah, I've talked to uh, a few people, you know, as I interview them, and they they mentioned, you know, that. They went to a seminar and QT Marshall was there and, you know, he took a liking to me and he pulled me to the side and, you know, gave me some feedback. And, you know, the next mm -hmm. thing I know, I was emailing AEW or, you know. Yeah. And I know the Renegade twins have also uh, trained under him. So, you yes. know, he is really. Those girls are incredible. Yeah. He's really got his hand in, in a lot of really what I think is going to become top tier talent. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And that, that's why I mentioned the fact that he, he trained a lot of guys and girls that are all over the world right now, you know, you know, all over the, the country wrestling and they, they are, you know, and they, they've all come through him some, some way, some shape, some form. I mean, you, you know, you just mentioned the renegade twins and I mean, they're running things right now, you know, they're winning matches on, you know, on, on, on Mondays and Tuesdays. That's, that's, that's no small thing. That's no small thing. And so absolutely. Absolutely. But the fact that he uh, he cares enough to, to give uh, or to at least uh, push you in directions where you can grab opportunities. That's major. That's major. Absolutely. And, you know, the the unselfishness that goes into these these veterans, you know, like he being one, you mentioned Mark Henry, you know, a lot of these guys, you know, that old that old saying, uh, I want to leave wrestling better than when I found it. You know, when when I talk to people in the in the business, in the sport of professional wrestling, that's just not something that people throw around. I mean, that is right. that is really something that people believe in, you know. Yes. Yes. When they say they want to leave wrestling better than they found it, you know, and they might have found it in a pretty good spot. Right. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. And you see it, you know, you see it all the time and it is wonderful especially for guys that are 
uh, young in the business like myself. It gives us hope. It gives us uh, something to look forward to. And like I said, to just to grab onto, to know that we, you know, we got we got guys that have been there and done that, that are looking out for us, um, that expect us, you know, that accountability. They expect us to 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 step in and 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 continue on uh, uh, providing, you know, the, the 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 professional wrestling that our fans have loved for so many years. Um, and so it's vital, you know, it's vital. Right. What was the experience with Jay Lethal like? What was having the match like that? That had to be, had to be special. It was ultra special. Like I said, I, I grew up watching uh, Jay Lethal. And I mean, the guy has proved himself time and time again. I mean, he took, and, I, and I'm going to say this, he took ROH to, you know, Madison Square Garden. Know, that's that's no small feat it, it really it really you know and so to step in the ring with them i'm gonna I'm tell you a, a story about it you know when <laughs> if you go back and you watch the match uh, when his music hits they the camera cuts to my face and my eyes are just as big as raccoon eyes in nighttime uh and i remember the feeling because i remember his music hitting and, and my body just kind of Whew, and I'm thinking in my head, oh, my God, that is Jay Lethal coming out the curtain. You know, never mind the fact that I'm about to fight this man, but that's Jay Lethal uh, coming out the curtain. But if you watch it uh, back on AW Dark, you'll hear Mark Henry saying, I don't like the look on Alexander Moss's face. Um, because, you know, regardless of the fact of who he is, when he gets in that ring, it's a fight. Uh, and so I had to quickly uh, get it out of my mind that this is a guy that I, I have looked up to for a long time and then, you know, turn it over to, well, I'm the absolute truth, and I'm, I'm going to win this match. And I came up short, but I, I definitely was able to change my mentality. So, that, you know, that just goes to show uh, how much I respect Jay Lethal and how, uh, how much of a blessing that experience was for me. I mean, he's, he's incredible, you know, top tier. One of the best of all times, in my opinion. You know, some may argue with that. They can have that. But one of the best in, uh, in, 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 in history, in my opinion. And so it was a great experience. One I'll never forget. Um, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't even really have words for it other than the fact that I'm, I'm thankful that I had that experience. If I didn't get to do anything else in this business, like I have that. You know, I have that. I have awesome shots from it. It was a great experience. Years from now, you know, no matter where your career is, you you have that, you know, it's like right. you can tell your kids, you know, yes. like, hey, I got in the ring with that guy, you know, it's like, yes, yeah, it's got to be, it's got to feel pretty good knowing that, you know, you probably had that match in your head a hundred times, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Practicing absolutely. with the pillow in your bedroom. Right? <laughs> absolutely. Slamming absolutely. it on the bed or on the floor. Yes. So. Yes. I mean, I remember, I remember going to Bible camp and, 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 you know, some of my other wrestling friends that know that, you know, the whole Jay Lethal and Ric Flair back and forth. I remember doing that with them, you know, and that's just, that's just a few years ago. And so going from that to wrestling this guy, you know, it's just, man, it's just, it's, it's unreal. Yeah. It's unreal. What is the, the talent pool in your area where you're wrestling? Where are the, some of the promotions that you're, you're currently wrestling at in your, in your state? And uh, who are some of the guys that, you know, people need to keep a, keep an eye out for? 
sure. I'll, I'll start with the promotions. You got Firestar uh, Pro Wrestling. Like I said, that's out of Greensboro, North Carolina. That's where I train from. But it's not just a training school any longer. It is a very real promotion, and we're doing very well. Uh, so there's Firestar Promotion, uh, Firestar Pro Wrestling. There's there's AML, as 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 we talked about before. That's AML, which is you know has always been doing well as well. Uh, there's PWX. Um, and, and you know, in 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 this area, uh, I think those are those are really the ones that I've been working here lately. Just because of me personally, I've been doing more uh, quality over quantity. Just because I have a family and being sure that I'm being fair to them and keeping them happy while still still uh, while they're allowing me to you know to chase this dream, I have to do it sensibly. Um, and so, you know, places like that. But then you want to talk about guys. I mean, goodness gracious, I could I can I could give you some guys as uh, Lucky Ali, who I go up and down the roads with. Uh, that's a guy that you want to that you want to look out for. Lucky Ali. Um, and whether whether you know him now or not, you will. Lucky Ali. There's young guys like Jackson Drake. There's uh, Malachi. There, there, there are so many guys that I can mention. Let's see. Uh, you got, I know you know of Marcus Cross. Uh, you, you probably heard of him before. He's, he was in ROH with uh, Griff Garrison uh, before Griff Garrison got signed to AEW before COVID hit. So there's guys like Marcus Cross. There's guys like Jamal the Titan uh, who runs the AIWF uh, in this area and, and will be extending out to other areas as well. I could, I could go on and on and, you know, uh, with, with, with guys that we have in this area that really, if just given those, uh, those, those, those quality opportunities, man, they would really, they would really earn their, 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 their keep for sure. They would earn their keep for sure. But I just wanted to mention LeBron Cozon is a, is another one, my trainer. Uh, he spends his time, you know, pouring his, his heart into us, but he's incredible and he's young. He's incredible. What do you think it is about his his training ability that makes him good at what he does? His patience is is second to none. Uh, for one, uh, I've I've seen him train any type of person, and I mean that um, I mean that in every sense of what I'm saying. I've seen him train any type of person, any type of person, and and the 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 stint in which he's willing to go to be sure uh, that we have what we need the attention that he pays to see okay well this is this is his or her strengths and so this is where I'll pour into um and uh, you know and, and being able to 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 notice that and, and work with uh, each individual um and the the amount of training that he provides that again the time that he puts in uh, you you know a lot of these training schools they have multiple uh, trainers. He's he's the really the only trainer. There are guys like myself, um, you know, that have been there for a while that help out you know every now and then now um, when we can. He's a student of the game and he has an incredible ambition. And with that ambition, he pours it into every student that comes through there. Um, and, and again, humbly, you know, there's it is a school that when our guys go out, you know, they stand out. And that's just the truth about the matter, and, you know, and that all that all goes back to where we trained, you know, that all goes back to how he prepared us, how he set us up. And so he's just he's an incredible guy with an incredible heart. Um, and, I, you know, those are those are the those are the things that 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 set us apart. It's just the way he poured into us. And he I mean, he's, he's very versatile, very versatile. 
What do you yes, think sir. the main thing is that maybe you've taken from his his training? One of the things that really stands out to you that you know that is like in the forefront of your your mind every time you step into the ring. One of the things that I, I take pride in, again, I, I never want to sound, uh, you know, character off. I never want to sound overly cocky uh, being me. Uh, but one of the things that I take take pride in is being able to work with literally anyone. You know, you hear about guys like that, guys like Dolph Ziggler, guys like Kurt Henning, guys like Shawn Michaels, who can literally work with anyone. Um, and that's that's one thing that I feel like he gave me that that has helped me. Uh, substantially as I, I can work with anyone um, any any kind of way any kind of style um, I'm able to do and it's because you know he taught us the art of studying uh, he taught us the art of being able to go in the match you know hush hush you know like they used to do before times where you didn't see the guy you know what I mean you know he taught us to be able to do that and he, he taught us to, to make sure that the matches make the sense that they should make and so uh, being able to work with anybody at any promotion uh, in front of any audience, because each audience differs, you know, different fans want different things, you know. And so here in North Carolina, I'm, I might be able to walk and talk all day long. But if I go up north, you know, they want to they want to see me run and gun, you know. And so he, he, he taught us how to work with anybody and for anybody. And I think that's the biggest thing. When you're in front of a, a different audience, a different audience than what you're used to, how do you know it's time for you to try something different? By listening, by listening, uh, by by being you, you really using all your senses. You know, you got you got to be able to listen. You also got to be able to see uh, because, you know, sometimes you can listen and look out or sometimes you can listen. And it's like, OK, you got then you got to wonder, OK. Are they not interested because they're quiet or are they just so interested that all they can do is watch right now? Uh, and so it takes all your senses. So you got to listen. You got to be able to see what's going on and, and, you know, and and try. And that's why it's important to be able to, as I call it, walk and talk in the match. That's why it's important to be able to what we call go on the fly, because you got to be able to see what the fans want and then give that to them, provide it, you know. You got to be able to do that. And so listening and, and seeing is the, is the main main thing you know sometimes we get so caught up into what we call uh, that really we're wrestling for ourselves rather than the fans um and, and that's that, you know that's that's not why we're there um so listening and and, and watching uh it, it had and and that's why it also helps to kind of listen throughout the rest of the show too you know if you're not first kind of or, or look up the show you know look up the promotion before you go see what kind of fans they have you know it, it it's all in studying as well but when you're in that ring it's just listening. It's just listening. You know, like you said earlier, sometimes you figure out by listening that less is more. You know, if I hit somebody on top of the head and they erupt, oh, well, I know what we're doing, you know. So it's all about listening. It's all about paying attention uh, to what they want. They'll let you know. They're like babies, you know, they'll let you know. <laughs> right. Right. What is it about professional wrestling that you find so gratifying? Is it the the fan reaction? Yes, uh, for multiple reasons, not just the 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 yays and the and the boos, um, but the same reason I was a wrestling fan. Well, I was first a wrestling fan because my, my father was a wrestling fan. That's my biggest emotional attachment to it is because, you know, I grew up watching it with my father uh, and my brother. Uh, but then, you know, you just 
as the story you gave me earlier, you just think about how these fans get so into it and they become emotionally attached to it, knowing that they're emotionally attached, not to the moves that you're doing, but emotionally attached to the stories that you are telling. Man, it's nothing more gratifying than that um, when it comes to being in that ring. Uh, just knowing that they're going to go home and talk about how that match made them feel um, and you and you giving them something that they'll remember and take with them for the rest of their lives. And so that's the most gratifying part about it is being able to uh, put a memory uh, in the memory bank of, of, of our fans and knowing that they'll carry it with them. They'll tell their kids about it. And, you know, and, you know, think, you know, think about guys like Ric Flair and Stone Cold and, and guys like that, you know, you, those memories, those memories. And so that's the most gratifying part about it. Have you spent any time with C.W. Anderson? I know he's in your neck of the woods. So he's somewhere in North Carolina. He is. I have not, actually. I've, I've been, you know, in a couple of shows with him, but I have not spent any extensive uh, time with him. That would be wonderful, but I have not gotten to do that uh, yet. He He's fun to talk wrestling with. I've done it. Uh, I've done it a few times and. And he says, I will put my emotion up against anybody's motion anytime. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, and he's he's so right. And I know that he's one that that that, that is like that. And, and again, you know, you asked me uh, about my trainer and what he instilled in, in us that 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 we can take with us. And that's one of the things that he instilled in us. Tell a story. You know, because they will forget your, I don't care if you do a 650, they'll forget it by the end of the night, especially now that everybody can do them. You know, but if you're able to tell a story, especially one that they can relate to, one that resonates, you know, one that draws something out of them. You know, I had a, a very special special match uh, with one of my very own family members on this past Saturday. Um, and, you know, just to hear the feedback from folks and the, the emotion that it pulled out of them, the fact that they're saying, you know, they were sitting on the edge of their seats. And, and, and like, I, like, I, like I said, being able to hear and see them like that uh, throughout the show. So, yeah, I, and I, I've never heard it put like that. I'll put my emotion up against anyone's motion. I'll, I'll remember that. I'll credit, I'll credit uh, C.W. Anderson anytime that I say it. But that, that's a, a great way to put it. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, when I think back of the wrestling that I grew up on, you know, the old school, uh, the the world class championship wrestling, you know, that's what those guys were doing to us, you yeah. know, when they were bringing yeah. out the clippers and trying to cut somebody's hair or if they, mm -hmm. you know, were uh, tr trying to blind somebody or whatever it was. Right. <laughs> you know, right. It, it, right. It, it stirred up a lot of emotion and uh sure. You know, uh, I, I'll never forget the time that uh, Akbar uh, burned Iceman King Parsons at one of the holiday events at Reunion Arena. I mean, hmm. yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> that 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 frazzled me. You know, to <laughs> yeah, how could you do that to another human being? I know. How could you do that? You know, yeah, yeah. It, it's a terrorist right there in the ring. Is a you know? So yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, the storytelling is totally different than what it, it was back then. I mean, yeah, it was it might have been violent. You know, if you talk about like the Sheik, you know, the Sheik just had a book out, the original Sheik. And uh, he's very, you know, violent. You know, he poked people yes. with pencils and cut people yes. with glass and did fire and all that kind of stuff. Right. Right. Um, right. 
even even the guy that wrote the book says, you know, I really don't know if that type of a gimmick would go over today because, you know, back then everybody bought in to that, you know, the, right. And now it's like, well, it's kind of silly, right? <laughs> right, right. And and do not count me in if that's what's happening. I'll re- yeah. I'll gladly retire. <laughs> yeah, no, it's you know, but for their time, I guess it's what worked. I guess it's what worked for their time, or at least for him. Um, but not for me. <laughs> and, and, you know, you're seeing a lot today is, you know, I've been watching wrestling for almost 40 years. So, mm-hmm. you know, for me to say that I've seen an evolution, you know, yeah. and I can't say always for the good, right? You know, but right, so many, right. it's just like music. There's so many different genres of music i don't like every single genre of music out there and i don't like every every style of wrestling out there you know um right, right. i i find the the death match uh wrestling a little hard to watch uh yes especially, I agree especially with, you with all the glass and stuff it's mm-hmm. you know and and you know we've seen you know I mean, they're kind of taking it to the extreme a little bit, like going to roofs and stuff. So I don't know. Yeah. I, just, I think it's a little too much in that sense. Um, yeah. Yeah. But somebody likes it. <laughs> somebody. That's what I always say. I'll be honest. I've never watched a death match because I just don't see. I, I, it doesn't. It doesn't appeal to me. But like you said, there are there are some people out there that thoroughly enjoy it. Um. I guess that, like, like we said, I guess there's something for everybody. Right. Um, you know, hmm. I, I could watch Dean Malenko or, you know, someone like Terry Funk or, you mm-hmm. know, somebody just do a lot of hooking and, and Matt wrestling and, and I'm good. Right. But, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, guys like that and see this, this is, I guess this is one of my things with it. You know, we've been talking about storytelling guys like Dean Malenko, Terry Funk, you know, the Funk, the Funk fan. They can make you believe they hate someone, you know, just by what they do in the ring. You know, Deathmatch just makes me think, well, they're just crazy. <laughs> they're just good. It's not a matter of hate. They're just crazy. Um, you know, so, but, you know, I, I definitely agree with you. I definitely agree with you. You know, and yes, sir. I've talked to a couple uh, Deathmatch wrestlers. I've had, I've had a couple on my show, and, you know, uh, some of them want to be in it because, you know, they're fighting the tough, you know, the toughest guy in the in the ring or the toughest guy in the mm-hmm. state or whatever, you know. And, you know, I guess if that's what's important, I mean, I don't know. It it it, it kind of blurs the line of wrestling and reality a little bit. Right. Well, chaos. I just. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> to, to each is their own. To each is their own. Uh, to each is their own. That's just, it's not for me to do. It's not for me to watch. It's just, it's not, not, it doesn't appeal to me in any way. It doesn't appeal to me in any way. So you're four years in the, in the business, you're four years in professional wrestling. You know, what do you see yourself doing four years from now? I would love to say four years from now, I've signed a piece of paper uh, and I'm, on a, on a larger scale, uh, you know, creating those memories. Um, I would love, I would love to say that. I would love to, 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 to think that I have 
uh, gotten to a place where I have secured that spot, where I have uh, proven my abilities. Um, you know, I'm I'm a I'm the type of person that I I don't believe in doing something if I can't be the best at doing it. Um, and I know that's a lot to say four years in with all these great greatest that are out there right now. Um, but you know, uh, in four years, I, I want to be somewhere where I'm proven that I'm on the way at least to being one of the greatest. Um, and that's maybe that's just a long shot. Maybe that's a dream, but that's the way that I'm doing it. Well, you've had an opportunity to wrestle at AEW for for a couple times, and there's a lot of different promotions out there. There's, you know, the ones that you know, like MLW and GCW mm -hmm. and Impact. Uh, maybe, uh, you know, of course WWE. But then there's mm -hmm. there's promotions like we've mentioned AML. There's promotions that have been around the country for 15, 20 years that have a, you know, even the Northern Wrestling Federation up in Cincinnati has been around for like 27, you know, going on three decades here in a couple of years. Okay. They've been around for forever, you know, for an independent. And and they've turned out some, some marvelous talent, you know. Sure. Jordan Clearwater, Monster Abyss, Jillian Hall, uh, Chris mm -hmm. Harris, and Carl Anderson, you know. So there's places across the, the United States that are still kind of hidden, so to speak, I guess, or, you know. Sure, absolutely. Maybe kind of, what do you, they're flying under the radar a little bit. Right. Uh, it, yeah. But yeah, it seems like, yeah, it seems like right now, if you're not up north, uh, or out west, um, you kind of you kind of get missed out on. So you, you got you got to leave the south. It seems like uh, I don't know if you've heard of the southeast movement that is going on with uh, uh, action wrestling. Some of those uh, promotions in Georgia and Tennessee uh, out here, um, but you know it, it, that's I think that's the whole idea behind what they're doing. Is like we have talent, you know, in the southeast as well, uh, and, and plenty of it. You know, a lot of a lot of talent from the southeast is signed, but they just simply had to go elsewhere uh, to get the, the 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 notoriety that they deserve. And you know, that's the name of the game. I'm not complaining about that. I'd I'd love to travel. I mean, that's that's another beautiful part about this business is that you get to travel. Um, but I do think that we deserve that that look too. Yeah, and you know, another uh, region of the United States that I I recently found out that is really a um, uh, a hotbed for wrestling uh, after doing some research is the Gulf Coast region of the United States. Really? Yeah. You know, the, the Eastern part of uh, uh, Texas and uh, Louisiana, mm -hmm. Mississippi, yeah. Alabama, all that is just the talent yeah. pool in that place is just, just amazing. I mean, yeah, you'd be surprised who's, who's come through there and who's, who's been in there. And it's just, it is. It's amazing. And I, I don't think it gets enough credit. Sure. You know, but sure. there's a lot of talent coming out of there. Yeah. Now I know, I know for sure that Texas is, and I know that's where you're from. I know for sure. I watch a lot of, uh, a lot of Texas promotions myself. Uh, so I know for sure that they have a lot of talent that is, you know, thoroughly uh, talented uh, from there. Um, but that's, you know, that's, that's the plan with the, within, you know, the near future into the, uh, um, intermediate so or so is, is to really get out there um, and travel to some of these places and, and prove that I belong wherever I go. What are some of the Texas promotions that you like to watch when you do? 
obviously, you know, Booker T's promotion, RW, it's always fun to watch. But then there's uh, New Texas uh, is one of the ones that I that I watch. And I, you know, I don't know if I can remember the others right off to the top of my head. I, I know there's there's several promotions there that I do uh, enjoy watching just because I'm, I'm, I'm just, you know, sometimes I look just to see, OK, what are they looking for? And then also, what can I do differently that when I get there, it stands out? Isn't that the key? Yes, sir. Really? Isn't that the key is to uh, be unique, to be different in some way? You know, there's, you know, we we can sit here all night, right? And say, well, mm-hmm. this guy kind of looks like that guy. And this guy right. looks like that guy. And this guy kind of, and that girl you know, she's knocking off this person or that. Right. I mean, it's right. It's It's everywhere. It's it's everywhere. However, every once in a while you see, man, you know what, you know what I like about that person is because he's done that, you know? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, that's another thing that my trainer taught, taught me very early is like, you gotta, you gotta find a way to stand, stand out. Uh, you got to find a way to stand out. And I think I think that's a lot of why I came up with this absolute truth gimmick. Uh, one, it's not really a gimmick. It's who I am uh, because of my religious beliefs. Um, but then when you think about it, you know, a lot of guys either they go full on preacher, you know, and that's their gimmick. They go full on, you know, religious gimmick. But I think I think doing it in a way where I'm not full on, not where I'm like, you know, Seth Rollins, uh, the savior. Uh, but just those undertones that exist, uh, you know, through the things that I say and through the things that I do. Um, and so hopefully that that continues to grow and that it will resonate as something that is unique, something that is different as well. Very good. Very good. Well, Alexander, where can fans find you on social media? What kind of social media uh, do you do? I have all platforms uh, except for TikTok. I, I, I don't. I haven't taken out the time to try to figure that one out. But on on Facebook, I'm simply Alexander Moss. It's just Alexander Moss. Uh, on Instagram, look, I'm having to look as I do it. On Instagram, I am the Alexander underscore Moss. Uh, and on Twitter, on Twitter, I am. Let me let me take a look. Is at Alexander underscore Moss. Um, and so they should be the same, but I think when I tried to do it, I couldn't do it all the same. So I tried to make them as close as I possibly can. Um, but, uh, you know, you search Alexander Moss, hopefully it, it, it pops up. Please follow me. Um, I would appreciate that. Um, we're going to look do some great things and I'd love for everybody to come along as we do it. Well, I've enjoyed talking to you tonight and getting to know you a little bit and, uh, listening to your stories. So thank you for taking the time to talk to me. Hey, I appreciate you, Vinny Barry. Thank you so much for having me on. It's, it's, yeah. been a, it's been a privilege. Oh, thank you so much. Yes, sir. You're listening to the Russellville Podcast, where wrestling lives. Ring the bell radio. Listen to J.D. Barris and Logan. Talk about wrestling news, reviews, in-depth conversations, and interviews. The podcast that we want to hear, and you will to ring the bell radio. We call it in the ring. Have you ever wondered what happened to Lance Von Erich? Find out in his new book, Lance by Chance, Wrestling as a Von Erich. You'll read stories about Chris Adams, Ric Flair, and Billy Jack Haynes. And of course, the Von Erich family themselves. Get your book today on Amazon. 
tune in to the Wrestler Weekly Podcast with Mike Leotis. The Wrestler Weekly Podcast. Mike digs into interesting wrestling topics and conversations. The 2022 season starts in January with guests like Austin Idol, Nick Aldis, John Arezzi, and George Napolitano. Find Wrestler Weekly on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. The Wrestler Weekly Podcast.